Hey, and welcome to episode 63 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies, and TV. With me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, discussing the hot topics from the last few weeks. Uh, hot being the operative word. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> you can fu- Shut up. Follow us on Twitter, uh, <laughs> on Instagram, at Sunfire Tavern, and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and whatever other podcast network we suddenly pop up on. And if you want to send us your questions, comments, feedback, or whatever, you can do so through the Google form, which is linked below. Well, I'll say below. This again. Oh, fuck it. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> anyway, hi. It's hot. Hi, Ollie. Yep. Hello. Hello, Clark. Uh, yes, as you can tell, we are. the heat is definitely keeping the professionalism high. Uh, it is. My, I've run out of... What was the quote I said to me about? I've run out of skin, so I've got no bones? I don't know what I said. You, know, you said you've run out of skin, so you've run out of things to take off. Yes, true. Run Great out of skin. Line. Great line. It, it, so in the UK, for, for our listeners, and I think in the US as well, it's currently record, record-breaking record heat at the moment. Yeah. Uh, today, we are at what we're at now. 27 degrees, which is okay, but by Tuesday, it's expected to get to 37 to 40 degrees. Yes. Monday, apparently, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow and the day after... Oh, sorry, yeah. I'm dating this. Anyway, well, anyway, <laughs> tomorrow and the day after are uh, supposed to, yeah, like Clark said, yeah. hit record high, and uh, I am preparing. So by buying lots of ice and but just getting ready. Before we evaporate into ether, <laughs> um, we've got a podcast to talk about, and this yes. week, not so not much has happened in the industry this week, so we're sort of plucking at straws. Mm. But we're going to discuss things such as the UK not banning loot boxes, which you just found out about just now. Yes, um, we're going to have a probably quite a lengthy discussion about the BBC Top 100 TV series of the 21st century, which is well, it's caused some discussion online, obviously. Uh, Bayonetta 3 has had a trailer, so we'll have a little chat about that. Uh, Nintendo Japan recognizing same-sex marriages and The Sims 4 sexual orientation update. Sounds very mm. cool. And PlayStation have now acquired Bungie. Neat. So that's pretty much the excitement. Of the, I mean, that, that's some weak-ass news right there. Um, apart from the sexual orientation stuff, of course, that is very important. Yes. Um, so, Ollie, what have you been playing or watching this week? Right. So, um, first, I'll get the, the boring ones out of the way. So, I've been playing a lot of TFT. Finally reached Platinum. So, I, I, yeah, exactly. You can all snore. This is me just yeah. puffing my chest a little bit. Still going okay. for diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, oh, Neon uh, White. We're playing. No, I've. Oh, yeah. I guess. Did I talk about that last time when I finished you, it? You mentioned it. Yeah. Well, you mentioned it briefly for I've, about an hour. Because I finished it now. Um, okay. I think that game is still my game of the year. Uh, so oh, far. awesome. It's so fucking good. But but I mean, the story is just kind of like eh. But like, it's just the gameplay is so good. Um, I love the gameplay and the soundtrack so much. Like, I listen to the soundtrack on a daily basis now. It has become my like, uh, sort of like exercise, physical activity music. Oh, okay, it's your pumped fun- it music. Yeah, yeah, it just gets me fucking yeah. pumped. It's so good. Right, um, so Celeste was Celeste was that one. Now it's this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's just okay. like it's now this. It's like even more intense. So. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, uh, it's. Still, my game of the year. Just the gameplay loop, like the core gameplay, is just so fucking good. I, I'm avoiding it because, like, literally, I've gone to buy it like four times, and every time I do, I see the trailer for it, and I'm like, I don't like this. Like, just... it looks way too like anime for me. Yeah. It... But then, but then I step back and give it an hour or so, and then someone will be like, "Oh, just go to Bush Game Over," and I'm like, "Okay, I'm definitely going to play it." I go to buy it, and I see the same trailer, and I'm like, "Nope." You can nope, fast nope. forward through most of the story stuff if you need to. Unfortunately, the, uh, the only know. thing I wish <laughs> is like. I mean, like, it is serviceable. Just don't expect something that's going to be very thought-provoking. I guess that's no, it. it's, I, it's, like, it's supposed I'm to be, really like, fun, not. dumb well, this fun. Is, I'm really not, and, and I, I accept it's a fucking amazing game, because a lot of people are saying it's game of the year. Yeah. But I, I just, every time I go to buy it, the, the fucking trailer puts me off. <laughs> yeah, dude, I get you, I get you. Like, um, 
I would say treat it like a Persona, kind of like is in like that like level of like. Game of all time, and... No, well, is in is in like story wise, it's like I guess Persona is a more, obviously a way more interesting story, but like in terms of like you know like social links in Persona, right? Where you're not really supposed yeah. to take them too seriously, and dumb shit happens all the time. Yeah, it's like know. imagine that, but that is the entire story. Okay. So, um, that is that is actually the part of Persona that kind of annoys me. The social yeah. link stuff. It's cool, but it, it's irritating. I think I don't know if you've played Fire Emblem's Three Houses. You yes. Probably have. Yeah, 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 yeah. That whole game is just fucking social links. The yeah. whole game. It's a dating. Like, it's almost like they forgot to put the Fire Emblem into it. It's like, oh, most of oh, it yes, is a dating. Yeah, Fire Emblem game. Yeah. Like yeah. that was kind of what the appeal of Fire Emblem became, right? Is that it was, you know, it used to originally be a strategy game with social link elements, and then they realized that people actually just really liked the characters and the social link aspect. So then they made it a dating sim with a like strategy sim on top. So, <laughs> like, but I, I would say in that vein, Neon White is a speed running first person shooter with very light dating sim elements but you can skip through most of it there's some pretty good writing and pretty good gags and the characters are like i mean some of the characters are the worst but they are written to be the worst if you get what i mean okay. like it's like very horny for the like 90s anime tropes and i say that like purposefully because it is very like just as in very romanticizing the the 90s anime tropes i guess uh it's again the story is not great I mean, the the ending is satisfying, but it's re you're really just there for the gameplay. Like the gameplay is so good. That's that's the thing that stands out. Um, okay, so that's Neon White. What else have I been playing? Um, again, my usual fighting games of like uh, Strive, like Guilty Gear Strive. I'm thinking about maybe getting DNF Duel, maybe. Uh, although it seems like the hype is kind of I'm DNF seeing less. Jewel? It's What's a new that? game that came out uh, by the same people who made Guilty Gear Strive Arxis. So it's an anime fighting game that looks. Like, visually, I don't know how Arxis keep doing it, but they keep making these insanely fucking good-looking, like, anime games. Um, but yeah, so there's there's DNF Duel. Um, oh, okay, the main thing I, I've been playing is um, a game called AI The Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative. Which is I know of that game. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a sequel to the game... That was written by the person who made uh, the Zero Escape series and Danganronpa. So it's kind of like a combination of those two things. Okay. So TLDR, it is a game with a really interesting narrative and like really cool like ideas and themes. And they get really like really crazy with like also meta stuff and you know like meta things, which I think is obviously way up my alley. But then in the veneer of like it's anime as fuck. But not in, like, the neon white, like, oh, it's just someone who likes... This is what people... You know, neon white is a story that's written by people who like anime. Whereas, like, this game is a story which is just written by, like, literally anime writers. In the sense of, like, it makes very little sense and is so campy and the characters are so extreme in all of their personalities. But I guess that's kind of the appeal. I think, like, as I'm getting older, I'm finding the appeal less and less engaging, but I kind of have to just keep reminding myself, being like, right, it's just, like, dumb. Yeah, I'm not supposed to take, I'm not supposed to take that part of the game too seriously, but the actual, like, narrative elements and the murder mystery part of it, I can take seriously, kind of thing. Okay. But yeah, it's the, again, like, the plot is, the plot is really interesting, and I'm really interested to see where it goes, like, a sort of very short, like, uh, not synopsis, because that's the whole plot. What's the thing where it's just like a, a summary at the beginning? Like, it just gives you, Conceit? like... Pardon? 
the conceit or conceit. the the synopsis. Uh, yeah, I, I, I said synopsis, but I think that's the whole point. Anyway, basically, um, it tarries on Prologue. from the events of the first game, except for uh, the plot basically is that you you work for this uh, like police, this part of the police department called Abyss, and their entire idea of how they investigate things is that they can use a machine called a sinking machine to go into someone's uh, somnium or dreams, essentially. Okay. So... They use that to basically, you know, obviously if someone's lying or whatever, or they ha they have some information, you can kind of go into their dream their dream state and basically infer, like, information from that. You, uh, they do say in the game, which I think is cool, is that, like, they can't use that as evidence, but obviously they can use that to then go and investigate further into, like, finding out what the hell's going on, right? And obviously because it's a dream state, those dream state things, they obviously make very little sense in like you know what is happening you know like random shit happens all the time like you know just forklifts start falling out of the sky and things like kind of like how you're you know when you dream like all the weird shit happens right so um the game itself is like really interesting because obviously the things that it reveals through people's somniums like how it progresses the plot is interesting uh and also it plays along with a lot with like um sort of light timeline elements kind of things like branching narrative so, like, you know, you'll have to go down one branch of narrative to find out information that you can then use on a different branch of narrative and then, like, continue on that path until you get to the true ending kind of thing. Okay. Um, yeah, it's really cool and really engaging. It's just if you don't like campy anime things, like, you know, here's, here's an example of one bit in the game. The main character from the first game, Date, there's one point where a sniper is about to shoot him. And his AI helper that's in his head goes, Oh my god, Date, look, a porno mag on the floor. And then it goes like slow-mo and he like he goes like, Whoa, and then bends over for the porno mag. And obviously him doing that dodges the bullet kind of thing. Like that level of like dumb shit happening. So Right, okay. Yeah, but game is great. Uh, I haven't finished it yet. This one, the second game is interesting because it has a past and future element. So you play like basically as like, uh, investigator six years in the past and you play as an investigator six years in the future different characters and obviously seeing like how the past stuff contextualizes stuff that happens in the future is really really cool so um, yeah really interested to see where it goes and how it ends there's always some kind of really dumb supernatural thing that happens so we'll see how bullshit it is but um, yeah that's what I am currently playing what about you Clark okay. what are you playing what are you watching uh, God, what have I been playing? So I finished Assassin's Creed um, Origins. I rolled the credits. That was amazing. It's a, it's a brilliant game. Yeah. Can't fault it. Um, it's, it's, it's a Ubisoft game, so it's ridiculously big. Um, I'm now sort of picking through the post-game content, and there's a lot of it. It's very hard. I keep dying in fire. Um, it seems like as soon as you get to the end of that game, suddenly everything becomes like a fire mechanic, and you don't really have much to defend against when it comes to being set on fire. Oh, so you just die. Sounds right, like I've been dying a lot. Like spies. Will you stop bringing that game up, please? I think so. I'll talk to you too. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. So I've been playing a bit of that, and it's it's brilliant. Like it's really, really good. And I'm I'm going to start picking into Odyssey next. So yeah. if you remember, I bought all of the Assassin's Creed games with all of the DLC on yeah. my Series X because they've all been upgraded to 4K. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that that's a lot of game to kind of cut through. Uh, I picked up a demo for a, a game that's sort of like... I, I don't know why no one is talking about this game, because the, the demo is incredible. Uh, it's a game called Live Alive or Live Alive. Oh! Um, I've, or Live Alive. It's or the... Live um, that's the RPG on Nintendo Switch, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's 
So here's so oh, I said the word conceit earlier. You sounded confused. Do you, know, do you know what conceit is? No. So it's a writing term. Uh, the conceit is sort of like the concept, but the conceit is the overarching explanation of something that makes it unique from something else. So right. what makes this thing unique? Explain it. It's effectively the elevator pitch, but why it stands out. So you you create a conceit to say this is the thing that you need to invest in because this is why. This is right. what makes it unique. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, so the, what was I talking about? The, the conceit for uh, live. So, I don't know where to start with this one because it's it's using the Octopath engine. So it's that cool like two D pixel art, but with the three D world style, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Uh, which is the same as the Project Triangle Strategy uh, engine because it's the same company. Yeah. Um, but it's an old. I think it's a SNES game. I want to say SNES game. Um, that's just been kind of recreated in this world. And, and what it is, you've got eight or ten separate storylines that are all completely disjointed from what I can see, but apparently they all converge at some point uh, during play. But they are drastically different. Like, one of them's set in the future in a spaceship and you control a robot, and the whole storyline there is just about exploring the ship and learning how to be a robot. Uh, One of them is you're like an old um, kung fu master, and you're taking on little, like, uh, little apprentices, Mm. and you're going around a a city fixing... Because there's a little... Sorry, a village, not a city... Um, and, it, and in this little village, they're sick, and you're curing their sickness. Not with any magic kind of thing. You're just giving them, like, buns and stuff to cure them. Um, and then going out and fighting, like, tigers and stuff. It's really odd. Um, and then there's another one where you're a ninja, go, like a shinobi, going through, like, a shinobi-style house. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it all it's all very simple and very lovely. But that's what I like about it, is these little disjointed stories are so calming and, and, and quiet. It's just like, oh, this is really nice. And I'm just sitting there playing it. I've been playing it on the train on the way to Brighton because uh, I've only played the demo so far. But you get three storylines in the demo and you get about an hour and a half to two hours play out of each story. Mm. Uh, and then they get to a point where it's like, so you want to find out what happens next? Buy the full game. It's like, okay, cool. You've sold it to me. Right. Uh, so I've been playing that and I've really enjoyed it. So I've played three of the storylines, which which is the spaceship, the shinobi guy and the like the Kung Fu master. But then there's all there's like a cowboy in it. There's There's a modern day guy. Uh, it's 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 super cool. Like it, it gives me big Chrono Trigger vibes because I feel like it's all going to come together with time travel. Yeah, I was going to say um, it sounds very Chrono Trigger. Yeah, but it's just yeah. cool. It's a very cool game. I, I'm so surprised no one else is talking about it because I think Xenoblade Chronicles Three is probably devouring media at the moment. Oh, like anyone that's into RPGs is probably looking at that rather than looking at anything else. And this is one of those games that I think is going to come out and no one's going to care, and it comes mm. out next week. So I'm like, oh, I want this to be really popular. But so I've been playing that. Hopefully, um, yeah. I mean, I guess if I guess also because like I'm sure not everyone is, not everyone kind of like plays demos and stuff these days. So like I guess no, it's quite hard to get someone to play a demo as well. From from what I've now been told, apparently it's very difficult to just get people to engage in a free demo. Yeah. Because they just don't download them. They don't want to play them. Yeah. <laughs> so, but weird, to me, a demo right? is like, hey, this is how I get to try it again. Like everything should have a demo. Apparently, the, the return investment for a demo is quite low. Mm. Uh, which is odd so I, I never would have saw that coming I was talking to someone in marketing a week or so ago who worked for a AAA company mm. and he said that we sorry she not he uh, she put out a series of demos for the game that they were working on and the catchment rate was like 4% oh wow which was ridiculously low <laughs> yeah that's quite low Jesus. so yeah uh, that was interesting but um, but other than that I've been playing Overwatch the beta the Overwatch 2 beta oh yeah beta beta uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to engage with it yet. No, so is it? So how does it work? Like, do I have to opt into it, or is it just like I can load up Battle.net and just play it now? Uh, now I think yes. So I think as of yesterday, I think everyone's in. 
Okay. Uh, but before that, it was um so the first round was like a friends and family kind of thing so if you if you were getting in it's because you were either an employee or a friend or family of the employee i yeah. think uh, and then there was another round where it was like people were randomly selected okay. and then there was a round that was people actually no sorry after the randomly selected one it was it was um no before randomly selected sorry it was people that watched so many hours of a stream would get access. Right, okay. And then the next one was random people. So just here's access to random people. And now I think it's everyone. I mean, don't quote me because I've had access since the start because you know me. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it's available to everyone now. And it's it's such a hard thing to make a decision on because it's, it's not good, um, but it's it's also Overwatch. So it's, it's great on that respect, but it's not a good improvement. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I can definitely see why they've turned it into a patch for Overwatch One rather than making it a standalone thing. Yeah. Because you know, as of October, Overwatch One will become Overwatch Two. Yes. So, I can see why they've done that now because this this is a hard sell making this a sequel because all they've done is removed one person from each team. So instead of it being six v six, it's five v five in a, in a game that's designed entirely around a six v six environment. So the maps are designed with 6v6. Yeah, because... Uh, all the abilities, all the, the movement and stuff is designed in a way where there's always going to be a lot of people around you. So, like, the old maps are, are just the same? Yeah. Oh, okay. And obviously they feel a bit empty. Mm. Like, like that there are points... Because now it's all about everyone engaging at the same time. It's it's like the same way that they sort of design their, their MOBA, Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Um, it, It's designed around everyone having that one engagement, everyone either living or dying, and then... The, the the tug of war rope moving one way or the other at that point mm. and that now that's how overwatch 2 feels like the engagements are fast they're kind of meaningless because you don't know what's killing you until it's too late um th- th- there's a lot of it that's just oh, i don't want to sound like, a, like an asshole here but it sounds it, it sounds like amateur developers are trying to do things that it took like veteran developers years to work out and now it seems like amateur developers are going, oh, we know how to do this feature. And, and yeah, the feature's in, but it's not the way the feature should work. Does that make sense? Am, am I, I think I, I get I, what you're saying in terms yeah. of, like, basically they have the idea, but the execution is just not well, quite there. Okay, yes, that. So yeah. the best way to explain it is, you know that feature in any shoot in any shooting game where if you're being shot from a certain direction, the screen gives you that information by, like, pulsing the, the bleeding angle from where the damage is coming from. Yes. It does that in this, but it does it all over the screen constantly. Like huh. there's no, there's no, per, there's no, not permanency. What's the word I'm looking for? There's no urgency on the high damage or like the stuff that you need to react to quicker than, say, for example, if Moira is throwing a orb at you, that thing is doing like five DPS. It's doing nothing to you, but it's doing damage. Yeah, that will glow with the same intensity as being hit by Reinhardt's hammer, which is like 150 damage mm. or whatever, 100 damage. Like, please. Fans, don't quote me. I don't know what the damages are. I should know them because I've, you know, lived and bred this game for a long time. But uh, lived and breathed, not bred it. I didn't breathe the game. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm in two minds about it. And and the more I play it, the more I'm like, want six v six back. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. It seems like a strange choice, right? It's very odd. But then Junker Queen is an amazing character, and we need more of that. So, so I haven't actually yeah. seen any of. Um... Junk Queen, yeah. I've seen, I've seen the, all the cinematics and stuff they did, but in terms of how she plays, I have no idea, like how, what she does. Well, what's your interaction with that? Tell, tell me your Overwatch story. Like, what's your interaction with Overwatch? As in, like now, or like just history-wise? As in overall, like, what's your history with Overwatch? Go. Well, I played at launch and then played like ranked season 
two, three, and four, I think. And I got to Diamond in season two, three, and four. And then just kind of like, this is when the GOATS comp meta started coming around, or like just like. Uh, what, the Shields meta? Just before. No, no, no. So, uh, from my understanding, there was like GOAT. This was before they introduced Roll Queue, and they limited it to two, two, two. So, like, the Don't meta became like then. four tanks, two uh, healers for a while, right? And then it was yes, just kind of like, horrible. yeah, and it was, I was like, this, what the fuck? Um, and then kind of just stopped playing. And then after that, I just fell off and just didn't play. I, like, I played other games instead. But like. I think you went back to TF2, Team Fortress 2, didn't you? Oh, no, no, no that was very, that was very recently. <laughs> but, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, um, just ended up playing like, other shooters and stuff, right? So I probably went as like CS or Valorant or something. But like, um,. But yeah, so like the last hero, I w I stopped playing just after Orisa came out, I think. Oh god, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that's that what was... I mean. Yeah, it's a long time ago. So like, I don't know. So Four you years, know the three years. Pardon? Three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah. So like, you know the tank who throws the balls and has like just floats Sigma. around. Sigma. That's his name. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I'm, I I don't know anything about Sigma or Wrecking Ball or flying lady. What's the flying Echo. robot? Echo. Yeah, Echo. So you've got Sigma, who is brilliant, by the way, brilliant tank, and his design in two is quite counter to the design of the character because they're getting rid of shields effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sigma's whole thing is he has this like projectile shield. Mm. He can like fire it out in front of him, and it'll yeah. just hover in the air, and it moves, um, right? Yeah, it moves by yeah. holding the right mouse button, and it just it continues forwards effectively. Right. So you you hold the right mouse button to form it and move it, and then once you let go, it stops in space. Then if you click again, it'll disappear. There's a cooldown, and then it'll, you'll restart that process again. Mm. But the shield is like... It, it's barely anything. Like It's enough to probably withstand one major attack. Right, okay. And then it'll shatter. It's, it's, it's like a third of Reinhardt's shield, or like a, like a quarter of Reinhardt's shield. But um, his whole design is that that shield is on a really short cooldown. Okay. So you can keep using it to like block out big attacks that are coming in, but you, you can't block out a ton of attacks. It's just one big attack every time. So, like, if someone's using an ult, you could use it to block that, for example. Okay, I see, I see. If, if that makes sense. It's, it's like, in fact, the, the best way to explain it is, you know Diva's explosion, where she fires her mech in the air and it explodes? Yes. All of the shields can tech and absorb that attack. Like, no, no matter how much damage is left on the shield, the shield will absorb it. Because it, it, it counts as, like, one hit to the shield. Right. And that's what Sigma's shield is. It's like that one hit, but it's of any of attack, because it's so weak. Okay. But in Overwatch 2, because they're sort of getting rid of shield, it's like Sigma's left with half his kit undone. The same with Orisa. So they've completely rebuilt Orisa into this aggressive, horrifying, abusive, vile tank that just it always feels like she's in your face. Yeah. Because she's all about like spinning the stick around and running at you, and and it's 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 horrifying. Yeah, I've I seen. I, I remember. I've seen like the crazy clips of like the yeah. javelin kills and stuff. She's yeah. like super obnoxious now. Right. Okay. She, which is weird because her whole character design is like being a chill. Like, oh, let's have some fun, blah, blah, blah. And now she's all like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to stab you in the brain. It's like, all right. <laughs> Lost the objective here. And then uh, Echo is the character that can copy everyone else. So yeah, what, if you want to break a game, put a character in that can clone everyone else. That's always a really Yeah, I mean, her, her, her ult is to take other people's ults, right? Or something. Not if not fully. Her ult is to clone a person on the other team, but she also then builds ult super quickly. Right, okay. So yeah. like the, the, best, the best by far character to, to ult clone is D.Va. Yes, because you clone Diva and you almost immediately get the mech. You can fire, you can fire like three mechs within the time of uh, her ult expiring. Wow! If you're okay. not, I'm pretty good with Diva, so I whenever I play Echo, I always take the Diva, and I'm firing three mechs at them, and it's 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 horrific. 
Like it's actually horrific. Like even I know it's offensive, and I'm just like, this is great fun, but it also sucks. Oh god. Um, and then there's also Sombra's redesign as well, which is where she's now just become. She's... They've effectively just removed all of her cooldowns. All of she's just always invisible, right? Pretty like... much, yeah. I mean, I, I'm exaggerating a little bit because she does have cooldowns, but it feels like she doesn't. Mm. Uh, like when when I'm playing her now, like I feel like I can always turn invisible at any second, and I can always throw my teleporter out. Yeah. And always hack. Like uh, it, it, it feels like she's not limited. Yeah, but she's also paper thin. Yeah. So if you just even look at her funny, she's dead. Yeah. And, and the same with Tracer, because again, the way they've solved a lot of the characters, they've just lowered the cooldowns. Yes. Um, Tracer's blink now makes you feel invincible because you just blink, 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 blink all the time. Yeah. So you're just like so, super hard to hurt. Yeah. So what is Junker Queen a offense character or is she a tank? She's effectively a bruiser tank. But I mean, she's a tank, but she's a bruiser. Right. Okay. Uh, again, her whole role is like like getting up in your face and annoying you. Right. Because uh, she's got like a little shotgun, but it's obviously, as with all shotguns in video games, if you're more than two feet away, it doesn't even do damage to you. Right, okay. Because um, that's apparently the rule with shotguns. Whereas, yes. I don't know if you've ever seen, there's there's a few YouTube videos where they test how much damage a shotgun does at dif- distance. Yeah. Like, a shotgun can tear the side of a house at like 20 feet. Oh, is it, wait, is he talking about in real life? In real life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, yeah, like, yeah. Like, do like, obscene damage no. at a long, a long range. Like, it's, it's yeah, like, it's... Whereas in video games, it's like in Doom, if you're 20 feet away from someone, it's like, ow. Yeah, like, video game shotguns do not... Like, there's very few games. Like, there's some modern... If you go to, like, modern military shooters, sometimes they kind of replicate. It also depends on... uh, I'm not going to go into the, like, deep shit, but it basically depends on what... what I'm not about to start going into, like, weird gun stuff. Yeah. (laughs) But, but yeah, like, depends on, like, the ammo. Get some more American listeners. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, like uh, I know what you mean. So it's just like yeah, it's literally just like you know the pe- the pellets just disappear into thin air when you, yeah they, they sort of they, evaporate, don't they? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, also there's this concept as well as like if you heard the concept when you shoot a gun up in the air, what happens to it? Hey, in real life, yeah. Well, the bullet goes up and then comes back down. Exactly, the bullet comes back down like yeah. it hits something. Yeah, people are like, oh, it's okay to shoot into the air. No, it's fucking not. Plus, no, it's... there's also stuff in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What well, the bullet comes back down. Yeah, it's a big problem. Oh, but, well, I was reading something that there's no official statistics on it, but apparently there are there are a number of reports every year of planes getting hit by bullets as they fly over American states. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's yeah. like on the it's like on the Fourth of July and shit, right? Like yeah. when people just shoot guns in the air. So but it's it, to me that's just like you could be flying in a plane like, mm-hmm. on a holiday and just get shot. Yeah, it's like in America. It, 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 like, it's fucked. It's fucked. Company, the con- company, the country is out of control. Yeah. But, okay, so Junk Queen's abilities. So I'm watching a video now, I'm just looking at how she works. Okay, so she has a shotgun. Mm-hmm. She has some kind of, like, dash forward with a shield. Also a knife? Uh, she doesn't have a shield. Okay. The knife, she throws at people, and then she summons it back, and if it's if it's if if it hits someone, they come back with it. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so it's kind of like a like grappling hook kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because you remember how much people loved grappling hooks with Roadhog. People loved that character. Yeah. No one complains about Roadhog's hook because it's really fair yeah. and really balanced and not at all glitchy and doesn't upset thousands of people in the community every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is all, you know, high sarcasm. <laughs> people yeah. fucking hate that mechanic. The thing is, Blizzard have gotten really obsessed with, with movement displacement. Yes. So, like, their idea of a new character now is like, oh, this character can make you move a little bit. It's like, oh, <laughs> try being a bit more creative for God's sake. And then Junker Queen came in and, like, one of her core kit is a uh, movement displacement. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, so but she's very fun to play. She's she's definitely a very popular character. People love her. Yeah. Uh they love her design. They like her. She's what what does she say? She's something about sand in her knickers all the time. Oh 
Because um, she, she's Australian, but yeah, she's like, yeah. uh, you know, she's like a, an Australian commoner, effectively. Yes. And she's always like, um, time to get the sand out your knickers as she like runs into battle. And I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I quite like that. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so... What's um, her all? Uh, so her all is, is it's kind of cool. She runs through everything. So she becomes unstoppable and anything she touches gets anonated. So they get healing blocked. Oh, okay, cool. But it's okay, yeah. permanent. It lasts until that character dies. Oh. I, that's my understanding. I might be wrong on this one. I'm, I'm sure that's how it works, though. I mean, like, it lasts until the character dies. That's absolutely massive, if that's, yeah. if that's true. But yeah. Huh. So, yeah. Cool. Seems seems like a cool character. Yeah, I mean, she's I'll, very I'll, fun. Definitely, she's very... I'll definitely give Overwatch 2 a shot when it comes... Whereas in, like, if I can get access to it, or, like, when it... Well, when I mean, it everyone's going to, because it's yeah. free, so... Yeah. Like, there's, there's no reason not to try it. It's exactly. just, it's, I'm just sad to see that my little baby's getting destroyed. Mm. I just, I don't know if I don't know if making it six v, if making it five v five instead of six v six was the right option. Just ultimately, it's the most common feedback from the fans that I can see is that everyone hates the five v five option because it just doesn't work. Yeah, I, uh, it doesn't. Is there still are there still arcade modes which are like more yeah, players? Yeah. Okay. But not with six v six. Six v six is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. you can make custom games. With whatever you want, like because there's still the um, the workshop in there, and there you can take away the limitations. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. But Sorry. you know, like they think that five v five is the big change, and it's it's too big of a change to be comfortable. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I don't like it. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, so I mean, we're still on what we've been playing and watching, and uh, so I briefly played Overwatch two. Um, what else have I been playing this week? I think that's it. It's been, I mean, I've just been out like climbing and stuff, so I'm doing bouldering now, like similar to you. Wait, really? Yeah, I'm doing bouldering, baby. What? Climbing walls. this start? I'm going to Vauxhall East. East? Vauxhall East or Vauxhall West? Hang on. One of the Vauxhall climbing yeah. walls and also Canary Walls. Yep. That's, uh... uh. Let me see what the name of the place I'm going to is. Well, we'll, uh. We'll, we'll Vauxhall on... West. We'll talk yes. after this podcast and, uh. This, this but no, I'm really into climbing now, so. All right. Uh, I'm I'm crap at it. Terrible at it. I can only do the the basic ones, the green ones, but I like it. Like yeah, it's challenge yeah, yeah, yeah. based. It's hard. It it hurts, and I'm knackered if you want to do it. It's 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 very video game y. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. Well, look. Let's not get into climbing because I'll talk about that for two hours. <laughs> but um. Okay. Cool. So let's move on with the agenda. So what's what's what, what we're going to be. Looking uh. At? So you pointed out as we started the podcast that the UK are not banning loot boxes. Go. Yes. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, news article just came in, being that there was a investigation into loot boxes because obviously um, there's all the ties of like are loot boxes gambling? Question mark. And um, a lot of other countries have kind of forced game developers to put in like you know you have to show like your odds of getting certain items and all these other things like legally in your in your games. So um, the UK has decided to not ban loot boxes from video games. Despite finding problems with, um, you know, there are links to gambling. I mean, obviously, okay. makes sense, right? Um, so yeah, the idea is that, like, you know, loot. I think one of the factors is mainly that loot boxes, like rewards, you can't legitimately exchange it for real money, so you can't really cash them out in terms of like gambling. So it's not, in that sense, it can't really be like viewed properly under like the same legislative laws as gambling. So, okay. um, at least that's from my understanding of reading this article. I'm, I'm being honest; I've I've only really skimmed through this, but okay. yeah, it seems like basically, uh, 
you know, one of the quotes here. For example, legislation to introduce, introduce an outright ban on children purchasing loot boxes could have the unintended effect of more children using adult accounts and thus having more limited parental oversight of their play and spending, the government said in response to the consultation published in the early hours of Sunday morning. So I'm, I'm okay. reading the Guardian article uh, to give attribution. Um, but yeah, it seems very much like they are aware of the problems, but I don't think anything they they can't ban them, but there might nothing's be... being done about it effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. There, so, but there might be some kind of like legislation being like proposed to like, um, kind of you know help deal with these issues or at least highlight them. But yeah, okay. um, yeah, interesting. I mean, what's your what what is your opinion on loot on loot boxes? I guess. Um, it's a tricky one because I think there's a sliding scale for what a loot box should and shouldn't be. Um, one thing I was very proud of when we launched Overwatch is that we effectively perfected the idea of what a loot box should be because Mm. we made it so that everything in that game was unlockable perfectly fine without a battle pass or a season pass or all that nonsense. You just, you either paid for the loot boxes and got a high chance of getting the stuff up front or you just played the game over time, and slowly over time you would unlock everything, and you weren't limited to, apart from seasonal events, you weren't limited to stuff that was in like these two-week arbitrary battle pass or season pass windows. Um, so I think the Overwatch version was good until obviously now where they're switching it over to a battle pass and all that nonsense. I don't like battle passes, because while the, the model is sound, um, you are limited very very heavily to you have to play during this window or you'll never get this content again Mm. Uh, whereas overwatch lets me unlock the content whenever i want to and also it gives you like uh, the archives event where you can play all of the seasonal events in one in one month yeah which is so cool like that to me was a really good way of doing it but obviously you know times have changed um but then the loot box itself so obviously i think everyone would agree if there's power in the loot box no it's a big no no don't do yeah, that yeah, yeah of course and people are starting to do that now like that's starting to people are like oh it's not power it just gives you a little boost to your character so that's oh, the gacha, you know, no. power yeah in the gatches yeah uh and, i mean i think genshin impact does that in fact genshin oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Does do that all, because it's the all gacha yeah. games do that like that is yeah. the main reason you yeah going to gacha so yeah because you get your five star plus and stuff from the, exactly. the calls yeah uh, so i don't agree with those at all i think that is obscene and disgusting mm. if you take that gacha off money and make it like an in-game um, gacha machine. I don't know what I was trying to think of another word there, but the, the word is gacha. Yes. Make an in-game gacha machine that isn't monetized. Brilliant. It's a fun mechanic. Yeah. It gives you a reason to keep trying and keep earning. That's like, to me, that's just grinding. I think but then pe- attaching it to a credit card is just gambling. Yeah. I think people like the idea of drops and pulls, you know, like that kind of... that. That's really why it is appealing, right? In terms of like, oh, it's like luck, right? You know, like, yeah. oh my god, people have like pull parties and, you know, yeah. like whatever... Is literally the reason why on YouTube, like Pokemon card openings are like popular, right? Yeah, it's the anticipation of, of opening something that you may or may not have a million dollar value for it. Like, th- there was a really good thing. So, one of our friend podcasts, um, TCGS, I talk about it all the time because I mm. fucking love them. Uh, they recently did a, a convention, by the way, yeah. um, in a in the basement of a Laser Quest. Oh my god! <laughs> in, in Sheffield. Wow. Sheffield? Was it Sheffield? It might have been. I might be wrong. It may not be Sheffield, but it was somewhere like in Fresno Midlands. Yeah. Um, yeah, they. Uh, so what was I talking about? They. What was I talking about here? I've completely lost my train of thought. Loot boxes. TCGS loot box. Sheffield I've Laser Quest. Sheffield Laser Quest or something. Where was I going with this? <laughs> I've completely lost my train of thought. You're piecing. You got to piece the mystery together. Clark. Okay, we're gonna have to go back for this mystery now. We're talking about loot boxes and we're talking about gacha and 
I then went to TCGS, but why did I go to TCGS? Because they made a comment on something to do with loot boxes. No, I mean they they usually they usually say pretty cool stuff about this kind of stuff. It's pretty fair stuff, like you know, it's, it's a load of bollocks. Uh, I can't remember. I've completely lost my train of thought. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's fair. It's gone. My brain just broke. But anyway, anyway uh, I'm sure it was a really good comment, and you would have agreed that that comment was really good. So cool. We just sure. had a good conversation there. That was great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but otherwise, yeah, I'm not a big fan of loot boxes mm. when they're done done badly. Yeah, that's fine. How about you? Like, um... uh, I think um, hmm, it's a strange subject as someone who plays a lot of games but also works in games. Uh, unfortunately, they monetize incredibly well, so they pay our bills. It makes sense, right? Uh, yeah. That they would be in games, and also that there are also cultures of people who enjoy, uh, like the idea of pulling and gacha. And you know, some people, unfortunately, as much as they won't admit it, they do like that it is tied to some kind of real life monetary value, right? Like, um. They do enjoy the fact that it's like, you know, that's why you see on YouTube people like watching people spend millions, not millions, sorry, like thousands of pounds on like card opening packs and like FIFA oh. Ultimate Team or like, you know, uh, watching people, you know, w- pull for characters on Genshin, right? You know, like. You that reminded kind of me what I was going to say now. I remembered it. Um, I was going to say exactly what you've just said is yeah. that um, David Turner's son uh, was playing Forza Horizon 5. And doing the gacha pulls in that, but that's not attached to a credit card. It can be, but you can also do as many as you want in the game. Yeah. And he pulled a car that was worth like millions. Mm-hmm. And they had a moment where they, he was like, Dad, I've got this car that's worth millions. And his dad was like, No, no, it isn't. And then he looked it up and he's like, Oh, it actually is worth millions. Yeah. That, that's what the appreciation of gacha is. That's where I was going with that point. Yes. Like the value yes. of the item, right? Yeah. The, the value of the item is cool. Item. And it's a cool feeling when you get something that is like hyper rare. Yes. Right. Which is fine. That, 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 that's so I can understand thing. that. But on the same yeah. time, I do think it is something to be oh. careful of. Like, I think people should be able to spend money however they want. Like, if you don't like loot boxes, don't engage with it. Or at least I think that games should at least, like Overwatch, right? Like, have an op- option for people who don't want to engage in the gambling aspect of it. Not, sorry, like, you know, the gacha pull aspect of it. That eventually they can earn the thing that they want without having to yes. basically get it from a random drop. Right? I, I would add I would add a caveat to that though, is make it so it's not fucking abhorrent as well. So like yeah. my the, my option to not spend shouldn't be disgustingly horrible. Yeah. It should be as fun as it is when you're spending, but I just don't get the advantage of like I, I don't get to throw money at it. Yes. The, the money should give people the option to do it because they don't want to grind, but the grind shouldn't be horrible. Yes, exactly. Anyway, that's, what get, that's what I'm getting at. Like, yeah, this yeah, is a complicated yeah. subject because, obviously, because, you know, I, I mean, I literally work on a game that has yes. a battle pass in it, so I can't really be holier than now about it. I, but think, also... I think battle passes are a different thing. If, you know, my understanding of what industry standard battle passes are, I think that's a different thing because, like, normally how you progress through a battle pass is that that is gameplay. Right, isn't like you have to. It's not like a random element. It's like you buy the battle pass, and then you progress through the battle pass by doing something, and then you unlock things by like. It's not really luck based, or at least it's like enough. Sort of, what's the word for it? Like it things is, apart, but, right, from it being like. But you're also buying based. something that could be worthless because yes. you could buy it and then not play the game for a week because of whatever happens. Come back and your product is expired. That's fine, right? As in, I, like, I, I don't agree. That's where that's where I disagree. Okay. So I feel the way about I know, I know that the way the battle pass works is because of the FOMO, but I feel like the battle pass when you bought it, it should just queue up, 
and be ready for you whenever you want to finish it, and it should finish at your pace. Mm. If I come back to that game in a year's time, I'm still completing the requirements for that battle pass, but I could buy the new one as well, and it will stack on top of it. I see, I see. That's where I think they should work. And, and I would be okay with them if that was how they worked. Mm. It's just that's not how they work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's fair enough. Yeah. I think I think I'm okay with it being like a time thing that, like, you know, if you're already going to play, like, ideally in the ideal scenario, right, when you buy a battle pass, you're buying it because you're already engaged with the game and it just improves your experience yeah. rather than yeah. it being like, this is the reason I am playing. Because obviously, yeah. when it becomes the reason you are playing the game is to progress the battle pass, then it becomes a completely different kind of experience for the player, right? Yeah. Which is that's where it gets a bit sketch, in my opinion. I'm just, yeah. I'm not a massive fan of like. Essentially buying DLC that's time limited. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, if you buy yeah. DLC, it's yours, and that shouldn't be an, under question. Mm. We, we're just again we're blurring that line between what is okay and what's not okay in gaming, and that started with the suggestion of bringing DLC in. No one was, was no one was okay with it, but patiently uh, developers understood. brought that in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it became a thing, and now now it's a thing. Some of us, I mean, I still don't like it, but as a with my business head on, yes, I do like it. Mm. But with my human head on, no. Yeah. I don't like it, but at the same time, you know, we have to make money, and the cost of making games is is, is catastrophic now. Yes. Um, but it, it's only expensive because of its own. It it's it's created its own expense. Yeah. Because it's expensive because it's made itself expensive. Yes. It's not like exactly. oh, it's so difficult to make video games. We've got no money. Oh, I'm sorry. Do these games not make millions every year? Yeah, exactly. I think they're fine. I think games are fine. They're going to yeah. do fine. That'd yeah. But yeah, I could whine about this for hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, I guess we can move on to the next. Next point, then, which is the uh, top 100 shows. Is that right? It's a small topic. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. the top 100 TV shows by the BBC for the 21st century. Mm. Uh, I've linked the article in our chat as well, so you can take a look at it if you want to. Yes. Um, look. But this is... So BBC Culture polled 206 TV experts from 43 countries in order to find the greatest TV in the 21st century, and this is the top 100. Uh, we'll post the link in the... In the in, Description. Uh, when we, yeah, in the description, thank you, when we upload the podcast. Uh, but to give you a really brief understanding, we'll go through them 10 at a time, I think, because that would be the best way of doing it. We'll start, with, uh, we'll start in reverse order, so we'll make it exciting. Okay. Um, so, is that okay? Like, do you want to go through that way? That yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, wait, okay. we starting, so are we starting from 100 and then working? 100, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, from 100 down to 91 is 100, The Queen's Gambit, then Steven Universe, or Steven Universe, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Hannibal, Catastrophe, Luther, Louis, Treem, Show Me a Hero, and Westworld. So that's your top right. ten. Have you seen, you've seen Steven so Universe. So I've seen... That. I haven't seen all of Steven Universe. I've only seen bits of it. But you, you've seen enough to know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what it is, yeah. I think I've yeah. seen probably two things on this list. Or like, from the ten things that you just listed. I've seen Westworld and Queen's Gambit. I haven't I've sat seen... down and watched Luther or um, Hannibal. <laughs> I've seen one season of Westworld. That's that's it from that that ten. So I've got nothing to say on that. Okay, yeah. I do know I... Steven Universe is probably worth a mention though. Like it's apparently quite impactful. Yeah, I have. It's it's. I've heard it's quite good. I think you have to be. It resonates with a certain audience of people. Yeah. It, and if you're in that audience, it's probably like that's your shit. But okay. um, yeah, it's like I think it's a little bit more thought provoking than like. So you know, it's like other Cartoon Network counterparts like Adventure Time and. Gumball and things like that. I think Steven Universe is trying to have more of a kind of message behind it, or at least I feel. That's it like is. the kind I mean, of from what gist I, know I get it, from I it. Agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is, I agree. Yeah. So, um, um, 
Yeah, it's, it's cool. an interesting entry into the list. Yeah. Uh, but again, nothing too, whatever. Uh, I think Queen's um, Gambit is really good. And I think the first season of Westworld was really good. Really, really good. And then yeah. season two was what? And then I haven't seen season three, so... I, I, you know, again, there's just too much entertainment out there to catch up with. Yeah, true. Oh, it's so difficult being middle class. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, 90 to 81, there's a lot to say here, because there's quite a few that I've seen. Mm. Uh, and I'm sure you have as well. So, 90 is always sunny in Philadelphia, uh, which started in 2005. I can't believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dexter, The OA, The Comeback, How I Met Your Mother, Narcos, Narcos, Narcos? Narcos, I think it's... Narcos, Normal People, Insecure, Big Little Lies, and OJ Made in America. So of those, I've seen Always Sunny, Dexter, The OA, How I Met Your Mother, and that's it, I think. Yes, yeah, so I've so. seen bits of how... I haven't seen all of How You Met Your Mother, but I know all how the I met my mother. so long. How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, How You Met My Mum. Um, wait, no, How We Met Our Mother? How We Met Our Mothers is... <laughs> when yeah, We I've Met Your Mother. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so, Why yeah, it, ah, yes, mother? in the good old years of 2005 to 2014. Well, there's when... also the spin-off from that one, which is How I Met Your Father? <laughs> no, I'm not, this is not a joke. Wait, really? There is a spin-off. There's a there's a new series, and I think it's called How I Met Your Father. Oh wow, okay. And I think it's a gay couple in this one. I think. Oh, that's cool. Hang on, let me just you, you carry on. Tell me about your um, shows. So yeah, so people. I've I've only seen uh, It's Always Sunny. I've not seen all of it. I've seen like choice episodes. You've seen enough um, to know what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. seen yeah, obviously episodes of How I Met Your Mother, and I think that's it from this list. Yeah. Which is surprising. Well, yeah, How I Met Your Mother is indeed a thing. Yeah, uh, it's a spin-off of How I Met Your Mother, uh, which stars Hilary Duff. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's a group of friends um, in the year 2050, recounting to her unseen son the events that followed meeting his father in January 2022. Mm. Okay, I mean that's just shy. Apparently, it's quite popular, but I watched a little like one episode of it. I was like, this is this is hyper trash. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's, it's bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that's the that's that one. I mean, yeah, the other, the other one there, of course, for me is How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. which... Uh, sorry, the OA. We're talking about the OA. Yeah. Uh, you've not seen that one, though, have no, you? No, what, what is that about? That Which is a beautiful show. Like, it, it, it's in itself... Just, if you just watch the first season, it's a work of art. Mm. Like, it's about a woman who is... Is she blind or deaf? I think she's blind. And the story is not about how she became blind. It's how she got her sight back. Right, okay. So, it, it's it's supernatural, like, obviously. Because uh, people don't just get their eyes back for no reason. But the whole show, it's, it's super cool. I, I can't tell you anything about it, though. Like, the music's amazing. The character building is incredible. It's got... Is it Jason Isaacs who played Malfoy's dad in Harry Potter? Um, I don't know. Let me have a look who his name is. He's a very, Sorry, very, very famous actor. I think I thought I want to say Jason Isaacs. Yeah, Jason Isaacs. He's on the Jason cast list. Yeah, yeah, he's he's one of the main characters in it. Okay, and he's cool. brilliant in it. Yeah. Um it, it's it's a fucking brilliant TV series. Okay. Like, it's so good. Um and it's oh, you just have to watch. I can't I don't watch I'm sure don't it's one of anything the, about it, just watch is it. Is it like a mystery? It's just a thing that you have to see. Okay. The, 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 there's two people. There's two types of people in this world. There are people that haven't seen EOA and people that have. Okay. The right. people that have are like that was cool and it, uh, it's not going to change your world, but it is really introspective and really cool. And okay. The, the last episode is fucking brilliant. Like, okay. It does. It breaks a lot of rules of television. It also gets very over the line of what you should be making entertainment about. Mm. Like it, it, it focuses on a very specific thing that probably isn't a good idea. 
to put in a TV show, but it, it works. Interesting. Um, it's, it's great. I loved it. I know it had its haters as well. To me, it's up there. If, if you've seen Sense8 or heard of Sense8. I've heard of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's similar to that in terms of like approach and style. Um, it's just a great show. Mm. Uh, so I would recommend it, but we could get lost in this for a while because there's a lot more shows to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you have you got anything to say about the the ninety to eighty one. No, I think I, I again I've only I've only really seen two things on this list. And oh, only... there's Dexter as well. I miss Dexter. Yeah, Dexter's I've heard Dexter's really good. I'm not it's great. It. It's a great show. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, genuinely love that TV series. It mm. was good. Didn't end very well, but the show itself was wonderful. So yeah. you, you actually, it's, it's it, it was that thing at the time where you start to sympathise with the serial killer. Yes. Which is a weird, it puts you in a weird space where you're like, oh, I feel for this. Like, he's doing yes, the right strange... thing, I think. Yeah. yeah, it's very strange, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he starts to agree with him. I had that with Hannibal, but I probably shouldn't and have. And you're like, hmm, wait that, a second. <laughs> Hang on, am I a sociopath? Yeah, oh, exactly. here's something that'll make you laugh. I went on a date last week, mm-hmm. and instead of saying, I feel like I might be a little bit, not in a magical way, but I feel like I might be a little bit empathic with people, mm-hmm. I said, I feel like I might be a little bit sociopathic. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh no! I didn't realise what I said for about twenty minutes. Uh, did <laughs> the, guy did was the like, person not say anything? But like, yeah, that's it? how we got back to the car. He says, "I want to ask a question. Like, when you said that you were a sociopath, like, do you not worry that that comes across really badly?" And I said, "No, like, you know, I can feel sort of what people are feeling towards yeah. me. Like, I can understand that when people are upset, but I'm reading their facial expressions yeah. and stuff. I know their emotions." You went, "That's empathic, not sociopathic." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Not a good Clark. opening line on a date, by the way. Clark. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But anyway. I mean, that's a power way. play, right? You sit down at your date and you just go, hi, I'm a psychopath. And I'm they're like, a, okay, I'm, cool. Yeah, I'm insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm clinically insane, actually. But the, I mean, the opposite of a sociopath is an empath, because a yes. sociopath is someone that has no emotional feelings towards anything around them and doesn't feel the impact of their actions. Yes. Whereas an empath is someone that does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm, fine. Uh, I'm glad we, we've got a third date. We have a third date. Okay, so cool, 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 it, cool, cool. Apparently, this is a strong line. Yeah. Uh, so eighty, <laughs> shut up. Eighty to seventy-one is House Mindhunter: The Killing, brackets Denmark. Yes. American Crime Story: Rick and Morty, Babylon, Berlin, Utopia, Planet Earth, Gilmore Girls, and Enlightened. Right. Okay. So I have seen <laughs> Mindhunter. Are you okay? I just I don't know anything on this list other than Rick and Morty. Oh really? Oh oh, yeah. is that, oh so so what you're telling me is that you have 500 IQ. I see, I see. So you're, ah, yes, you're one of us. You're see, one of us. Yeah, Mark, I see. I'm very yeah, smart. The yeah, Rick and Morty yeah, people. Of course. But I, I applied um, with Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no. Oh, I, yes, of course you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I sociopath with Rick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've actually I've seen um House Mindhunter, um Rick and Morty, obviously, uh Planet Earth. That's just the documentary, right? Like the, I'm assuming if that is if that is the documentary with Richard Attenborough or whatever it is doing the thing with the beautiful like 4K visuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely seeing that, that back yeah. to front. Like I've watched that. That was our Stoner documentary. Yeah. We used to watch that on people's big TVs. It's and great, it was amazing. great show. That, if it's the one I think it is, is that the one with the the lizard that runs away from the snakes? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I watched that when I was high as fuck, Dude. and we we were crying. We oh. were like, <laughs> Dude, the high the highlight is like so. There's um. In fuck, where is it? Uh, in Romania, there's a spa called Therme, which I went to with friends. You told me about it. Yeah, yeah. And there was there, there there's a sauna in there where they just play Planet Earth while you're in like a like oh, s- like rainforest sauna. It was great. That's incredible. Yeah, okay, it was awesome. That. I'm going there now. Yeah, 
Um, um, but yeah, but I think Mindhunter. For my parents who are listening, by the way, by, by, by high I meant on a plane. Ah, yes, of course, yeah, yeah. in the plane. We were, we were yeah. watching that on a plane. Yeah, so Sorry. when you were in the Mile High Club, you were. No, not in it. that. Yeah, yeah, they so, know what that is. So, um, so you know, House. I think was, I think House is a pretty good show. All the fucking dumbass. Memes. What's the thing that the everyone has? Lupus. Yeah, Lupus. Lupus. The memes that came out of House were brilliant as yeah. well. In fact, House was probably one of the first shows that started to develop memes. Yeah. Because sure. it was around before memes. Oh, the pre-meme world. Uh, Mindhunter was, is really good. I definitely recommend that. If you Again, if you're sociopathic and you want to see how like, um, serial killers... Empathic. No, 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 no. I mean, this this one is <laughs> actually... like you know, It's kind of like... It's one of these ones where um, they're trying to... They sort of dramatize the interviews with um, serial killers. If yeah. I remember correctly, yeah, and they Which kind of big on Netflix. Interview. Netflix loves to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's a really good show. Um, and then um, yeah, Rick and Morty's good. I think I think I I have no idea where it's going with the plot now. At one it's point, I was like off. interested. I've, I've lost interest. Yeah, at one point I was interested. Now it's just become kind of thing where I was like, I have twenty minutes. And like, what's a safe dumb thing to watch on TV that's going to fill up twenty minutes of my time? So like, oh, yeah, whatever, put an episode. I loved it up until the the Pickle Rick thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It stopped being smart, and it started being dumb. No, but because that's the he... point, Clark! You're no, getting the, no. get the point, Clark! That's no, the... you're, you're, you're missing what <laughs> I'm saying, because I'm going a step further with this yeah. one. Is that I liked it because it was smart, and it was it was, it was was aware that it was smart. Yeah. But then, the, after the Szechuan sauce thing, where it was like, oh, imagine if we did this thing with Szechuan sauce and the world went nuts about it. Yeah. They started to push into the marketing with it as well. They started to make money out of it. And I was yeah. like, I get what you're saying, but you're becoming the thing that you're mocking now. Yes, exactly. And which is, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not ever going to stop anyone from taking advantage of, of idiots for um, engaging in a social media campaign that makes millions. Because my God, if that happened to me, I would push hard to make as much money as I could. Yeah. But they were talking so strongly about that being a ridiculous thing and then also cashing in on it. Mm. And they did the same thing with Pickle Rick because that Pickle Rick episode was all about merchandising Pickle Rick because now that thing is fucking everywhere. Yep. It's like Minions. You can't turn a corner without seeing the fucking Minions. What's did you meme, see the Minions it? tampons, by the way? Uh, oh, my God. Like We, we have entered a world <laughs> that... You, you know in Community, the, the dark timeline, the darkest timeline? Uh, yeah. We're past that. Like There's Minions tampons. And they're coloured. I mean, you know, look, if that's what people want, to give them what they want, just, you know, maybe consider why you'd want that. Just, there is a just... tweet from a woman posting, what the fucking fuck is this? I am not fucking putting this thing up my vag. <laughs> Literally, and I, I could not agree more. I loved it. I loved that tweet. I was like, oh my god, this it's horrific. <laughs> it's shoving a minion up you. Like... <laughs> I'm sorry for any of our listeners for young, but I'm genuinely upset about the state of the world right now because of the horrible stuff that's happening in America with the anti-choice towards women's bodies, which, yep. Ollie, I don't know if you disagree, but I really hope you don't, um, is disgusting. <laughs> I'm about to drop a bombshell. Uh, no, of oh, course. Okay. It's fucking, of course it's fucking you're, you're stupid. Actually, uh, you're actually, a, a, what is it, a Republican? <laughs> yes, I'm actually oh, uh, no. blackpilled, uh, funnily okay. enough. Okay, yeah, cool. No, Proud boys. Oh, um, God. oh, God. But no... I'm genuinely disgusted with the state of the world and how yeah, women's bodies are being treated. And the whole new thing this week, but the, you didn't think it'd get worse, it does. Uh, they're now uh, banning people from travelling to other states to get this stuff done. Uh, you... So they're banning the act of travelling, is what they're doing. Now. I mean, this continues my rhetoric of just, America, you good? You good? It's the Handmaiden's Tale. You're, it's become the Handmaiden's yeah, it's Tale. It's literally becoming a Handmaid's Tale. Dude. It, it is literally that. They are checking women's yeah. bits and pieces you... to see what they've done <sighs> just... when they've travelled. 
fucking... Oh, I'm so annoyed. I'm sorry for any of our listeners that are expecting a podcast this week, but you've got me ranting about women's bodies, and absolutely should be ranting. All of us should be ranting, because it's fucking disgusting. Just let anyway, back to our bo- list about TV let shows. people have body autonomy, man. Why is that so difficult to understand? Like... Leave people the fuck alone! Like... <laughs> Oh, it's um. And uh, if anyone here, uh, I, I'm going to make a very clear statement now. Anyone listening to this podcast does support uh, the opposite side of this di- uh, discussion. Uh, go fuck yourself because we're not interested. So, um. Anyway, back to the list. <laughs> okay, so. Sorry, do you disagree? No, I mean, look. Exactly, good. Like... You just didn't think that's where I was going, st- was it? It's a very strongly worded yeah, way of putting it. Just go fuck but... yourself. All right. Um, <laughs> right, play. so 70 to 61 of yeah. the entertainment that makes us smile. Yep. Battlestar Galactica, 24. Stranger Things. Oh, we've got a lot to talk about here. Yep. Stranger Things, that's RuPaul's Drag Race, Mayor of East Town, Orange is the New Black, Detectorist. Never heard of that. Pose. The Good Place. Avatar. The Last Airbender. Yeah. Now this is a set of that's, bangers. That's here. a lot to talk about yeah. in one thing. Go on, you go first because I'll talk for hours. So twenty-four. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously that's t- prime TV back in the day. Yes, but I thought that was a lot older than it was. I thought that came out in the nineties. No, no, no. Was, I mean, no, well, two thousand and one. Yeah. Nearly, nearly the nineties. No, but I thought I thought that was like ninety-seven or ninety-eight. Yeah. But yeah. it wasn't. It's was two thousand and one. I think it's... Yeah, great show. Yeah. I didn't watch much of it, but what I saw, liked. It was good. I've still not seen Strange Things, but I know, obviously, I've obviously Worst it's person. still fucking making... I, I'm, I'm surprised that that's not higher up the list, to be honest. I thought that would have been in the 10s. I don't know if this is in order. It is in order. Is it? Okay. Yeah, wow. it says at the top it's in order. Oh, fuck. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Okay. Yeah, um, because yeah, some of the things on here I would put way higher. But Yeah, uh, Stranger Things, for example. Yeah, would there you be, go, like, right? Because it, it's so. It, this is my argument for Stranger Things being a lot higher than it is. It's changed culture, mm. like literal fashion has changed because of Stranger. People are now wearing eighties oh, yeah. clothes all over the place because of Stranger Things. Yeah, they, it, it repopularized the eighties, right? Yeah, it's also bought. Um, what is it? Running up the hill with Kate Bush. Yeah, that's now the, one of the most listened to songs of all time. Yeah. But a woman that made a song 40 years ago is now making billions off something for no other reason. I went to karaoke. It was just in a TV series. I went to karaoke the other day and someone put on Kate Bush. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I, mean, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to lie. It's a fine song. but Also, I was like, that is a brave choice. <laughs> <laughs> for karaoke that's what I mean I was like that is a brave choice yeah, yeah. But... but anyway we can agree that Stranger Things you haven't seen it but I, I would say Stranger Things I can already... would be way higher on the list Yeah, like, the, the list is incorrect by the way because number one isn't lost Yeah, so it's incorrect I mean it's like, already flawed heavily flawed like, so. you know I can already tell from like cultural impact of you know Stranger Things has had even if I haven't seen it I already know that it's like something that's big also seems to be the only thing keeping Netflix alive so Apparently. Yeah, and I know we've had this conversation before, but did you come to the Secret Cinema with us? No, I did not, but I heard oh, about it. God, Ollie, it was so good! Yeah, I heard it was so, One good. of the best nights I've had in my life, and I'm not joking, mm. one of the best nights I've had in my life. It was brilliant. Very nice. Uh, it was so good. But anyway, so RuPaul's Drag Race. Mayor yeah. of East... Have you seen Mayor of East Town? No. Really good. I'd really recommend it. Um, okay. I, I bought Now TV for it. It's about... Um, it's basically like a murder mystery in like a small town kind of thing. Um, oh, you've these. told me about this before, actually. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's it's like a short series. I forget who the name of the actress, the main actress is, but she does a great job. Like the acting in it and the story writing is like really good. Uh, all the character acting in it is like fan, like phenomenal. So would recommend. Um, Orange is the New Black. I remember that being really big for a while and watching it a little bit and being like, this is pretty good. 
think um what's it my partner at the time was watching it and uh, I never got into it but I remember it being super popular yeah yeah like, I just I tried to watch it and I was like eh, it's not for me yeah I think it was pretty good I don't know where it went with se- like seasons going on but yeah people just like watching prison dramas dude like, well, like Prison Break, but yeah, Prison, Prison Break, Break yeah. was uh, before, I think it was 99 Prison Break was. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't, don't think I it's on this on list. list. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it list. is. Uh, but I, I was going to make a special mention for RuPaul's Drag Races. While it's it's got its fans, it's got its haters, uh, it's definitely done a lot for the transgender community oh, and yeah. uh, for people, that uh, for, for men that like to engage in uh, drag, mm-hmm. it's done a ton for that community. Yeah. Like a, a, a metric turn. I can imagine. And, and RuPaul right. has got a lot of problems because uh, she is a very, very rich, very exclu- like exclusive person, mm. uh, which is problematic in the gay community as it is. But overall, it's done massive strides for the drag community. Everyone knows watching drag now. That's great. Yeah. Which is cool. So I, I appreciate that for that show. Um Following on that, you've got The Good Place, which yep. is a great TV great show. show. You've, you've seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen it. Lovely. It's a lovely show. I don't know anyone that could watch that and come out of that without feeling a little bit happy about themselves. I think I think there is definitely one bit of, like, the first half of the last season is a bit like they didn't really know what was happening. But it does wrap up very nicely. Yeah. I, think the, I think the ending it, it, is it, really good. The overall ending is, is beautiful. Yeah, like, yeah, they hit a very I, good I ending. cried at the end of it, because I was yeah. like, this is this is lovely. And I, I, I didn't cry in like a <laughs> way. Yeah. I just, there, there was tears in my eyes, because I was like, wow, oh. this is a really beautiful close. And also, TV shows don't close anymore. They go on forever and ever and ever yes. and ever and ever. That yes. show wrapped it up with a nice little bow, and I was like, this is nice. We're done with it. I'm happy. Yeah. And it was good. And also the the episode where all the millions of Janets came out was just fucking brilliant. Yeah, that's love that Disco <laughs> Janet was so cool. Again, Disco Janet is just another pickle Rick to me, but yeah, I loved it. I, I went it's in a pickle Rickle that you like. Yeah, it's a pickle pickle Rick, not pickle, pickle Rick. No, it's a pickle Rickle, dude. Pickle Rick. No, no, pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. It's no, a we're not going there. Anyway, Avatar: The Last Airbender. <laughs> that's the M Night Shyamalan movie they're talking about. I think. Oh God. <laughs> Fucking hope not. The TV I mean, series is. Av- it's flawless. I mean, Avatar's it's, really good. Yeah. It's flawless. Like, I, I, I'm not an anime fan. As you, I mean, I'm not not a fan. I'm just I'm not into anime as yeah, much yeah, as yeah. I used to what, used to be. That show was brilliant. Mm. I can't argue there that there's no. I can't. I can't. Uncle Iro. It's just good. Uncle Iro remains an idol to this day. You know. Well, I still use the Mike Cabbage's quote every now and again. <laughs> Because so where I used to live, a woman used to come into the shop and steal cabbages all the time. <laughs> and every time I saw her do it, I'd be like, yeah. And no one understood it because I, I, I lived in a scummy area and a woman used to steal cabbages oh, to the fine. point where the, the woman in the shop was just like, we just don't care. Yep. Like They're like 15p. Have them. If your life is that difficult that you need to steal cabbages, take them. Mm. I'm not going to stop you. Because it, it, also, who's chasing someone down the street for five cabbages? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, so moving, on. moving on to the next part of the list, we've got 60 to 51, starting with House of Cards. Oh. Uh, the Underground yeah. Railroad, Dark. I know what, we can't really say much about House of Cards, and we know why. Yeah. Uh, the Underground Railroad, Dark. The Young Pope, The Big Bang Theory, ugh, The Shield, Dude, Happy I Valley. Call my agent. I do. I, I very much do. Uh, this is England, eighty six, eighty eight, and ninety, and Small Acts. Right. So let's start with House of Cards. Uh, I haven't seen it. I just know all the drama with Kevin Spacey. So, exactly. Yeah. Apparently, the show is incredible, but unfortunately. Yeah. Now that Kevin Spacey is a human pile of trash and now found out to be even more of a pile of trash, um, unfortunately, there's not much we can say about House of Cards. So, yeah, it's probably a great show. Mm. Sorry. Uh, Dark. 
Now, I'm pretty sure you've seen Dark. No, it's on my list of things to watch. I've heard, I've not seen I've it. heard it's like uh, a very me show, and I've never seen it. But See, I... I've been told it's like the European version of Stranger Things. Mm. Like, it's if Stranger Things was made without a Hollywood studio behind it. Right, okay, okay. Which to me is super interesting. So I started watching one episode, but it's heavily subtitled mm. and all in something that's not English. I thought you were about to say Scottish. <laughs> I was it's like, Scottish, I was like so okay, yeah. interesting. Why <laughs> hmm. yeah. it's fucking dark in here. Who's <laughs> <laughs> turned off the fucking lights? <laughs> that's the whole, that's the show. So. Oh yeah, of course you need subtitles yeah. for that. So. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, but it, apparently it's brilliant, I've not seen it. Uh, yeah. The Young Pope? Not heard of that. There's, no? I'm not heard of Theory, heard of that one? Just, why? <laughs> okay, I, I just, I just personally really, I, I do not understand why the Big Bang Theory is popular. It's so divisive. Like I just it's shit. It is. It's it is shit. shit. Okay. Okay, let's start with that. It is absolute shit and yeah. I will not argue it is shit. I think but I... but I watched it as it was going live every episode for the first time. Right. And we were growing up. so let me take you back to when this happened. So when did Big Bang Theory start? What's the date on that? 2007. 2007. So this is as memes and stuff was just starting to creep out. Mm. Like, internet forums were going from being forums to Reddit. Yeah. Like, internet communities were starting to connect together globally. And we were starting to share fun stuff when everything was problematic, everything was disgusting. And the Big Bang Theory was like an extension of that. Yeah. So the nerds that we were at the time, we were seeing the same, almost the same characters in the early parts of that show. And I wanted to move to California, and they were living in Pasadena, which is a place I wanted to live in. Uh, so to me, I was looking at them, and I was like, they're living the life that I want. Right. And there was an episode where we partnered with them at Blizzard. We did a World of Warcraft episode. Oh, wow. And it was it was so badly written, because like all of the content, it was like, everything they said, it was like, that's not a thing in World of Warcraft. It sounds like it yep. would be, but it's not. Yeah. Um, and it was fine. Like The first couple of seasons were great, until they got married, and then it completely lost the point of the show, because... They went from being awkward, nerdy, like socially maladjusted people to beautiful married couples that were suddenly really rich. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, what? what? But I, I really do understand why people hate the show. And it is problematic. Yeah. There's I'm... a lot in that show that's problematic. I guess <laughs> I guess it's just because I guess when young me, when I saw Big Bang Theory, I was like, this show's just making fun of my culture kind of thing. Yeah. But now even just watching it as an adult, I'm like, I don't really care that much about that. I just think it's really boring. But then really? I I I'm not into sitcoms, so it makes sense. Like I don't really like Friends. I don't really like any kind of like big sitcom kind of show because I just think you see, that's my for problem. that exact same reason I hate Mythic Quest. Yeah, right. Like, it, it, for literally the reason you just gave, where it's taking the piss out of my community, it was taking the piss out of my company. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Which right now I accept probably a little bit better to be done than than it was when it was happening. Mm. But at the time I was like, oh, this really sucks because we're working really hard to work against this image yep. that this show is portraying. And then obviously all the stuff came out. And it was like, okay, all right, a little bit on the nose. Well done, well yep, done. A little bit. <laughs> but I still hate the show. But that's why I hate that show. But yep. again, I really do understand why Big Bang Theory is divisive as it is because it should be because it is trash. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Literal trash. Like, we started that conversation with it being trash. We're ending that conversation with it being trash. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but um, should we move on to the next chunk or have you got more in that chunk that you want to talk about? I don't, I don't know, know any of, of these other shows. I don't know what Small Axe is. Like, it's I quite new. It's 2020. so Yeah, I don't know any of... I've never heard of any of these shows. So, so I've heard of This Is England and I'm told it is a really good portrayal of like like working class UK. Right. But I haven't seen it because it's a, it's a football show, so I'm just not interested. Uh, but I'm also conscious of time, so we should probably plow, oh, plow wait. through because we're at 50. I think I might have seen Happy Valley. 
Yeah, I have I'm seen thinking Happy of Silicon Valley. Valley, which I'm surprised. Oh, Happy know. Valley is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, Happy Valley is really good. Yeah, I've seen I've seen both uh, seasons. What is Happy Valley? It's a it's a British TV. Oh, I know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's genuinely yes. a good show. I, I, I haven't seen it. I, I recognize it though. Yeah, I'm. A, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of fantasy. police dramas. So yeah, yeah. Like, okay, cool. Well, that's that's an interesting one. Again, there's a lot on this list that we haven't seen. Mm. Um, but then we move on to the next chunk, which is 50 down to 41. We'll try and blast through if we can now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Halt and Catch Fire, The Bureau, Inside Number 9, Grey's Anatomy, Homeland, The Good Fight, Community, Money Heist, Peep Show, and Shit's Creek. Right. Uh, I've seen Community and Money Heist. Uh, I know of Peep Show. I've seen a bit of Shit's Creek. Uh, I think that's it on that list. So I have seen a lot of these because my partner like binge watches these because these are her comfort shows so like okay. well, community is everyone's comfort like show. great like i have seen gray's and Anat- i know everything that happens in gray's anatomy and i've never seen it just from like background noise of like yeah. watching right um good fight is if you like the good wife apparently the spin-off it's, the good fight is the spin-off of that and it's really good um it's been yeah good right divorce. The, yeah the good wife into the good fight which is yeah, yeah. but i mean good, it's just it's just law, it, it's like law drama so like if you're into yeah. like lawyer stuff um yeah it's a yeah. good show uh is money heist good i've tried i've always tried getting into it mm. and it seems really popular i've never I, I couldn't sit down and watch it but i it seems like my kind of show but, it's i think you would like it it's yeah. fine um it, my ex 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 made me watch it. Yeah. Oh, I had a lot of boyfriends. Uh, that makes me sound terrible. Um, <laughs> my ex 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 made me watch it, and he was watching it in bed all the time. And I, I caught large chunks of the episodes, and, and what I caught, I, I thought was fine. I just, I never caught enough to make me want to go and watch it. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure it's a, it's a great show. Yeah, um, I love Peep Show. So I hate Peep Show. I hate it. I, I love actually British, hate that show. I love British cringe humor. So. I do as well, but I hate Peep Show. It was it was too vulgar for me. Oh really? I know okay. me being a, apparently a, apparently a priss, but um, yeah. I know Peep Show was too much for me. Uh, Shit's Creek I watched a little bit of with yep. my ex. Uh, he tried to get me into that and then he dumped me, so I stopped watching that show. <laughs> yeah, my part- that my partner watches a lot of Shit's Creek as well. So and then obviously Community is uh, I mean the classic, yeah. Just fucking brilliant. There's some on here where it's just like, yeah, of course, like that's the yeah. That's, that's Commun- Community is one that I need to see on this list because it should be. Yeah. Uh, mainly, I, I don't know. Just to make a brief comment on that as well, because again, we are struggling for time. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a whole issue in Community with the older character who's played by he's called Piers in the show, um, yeah. and he's played by fuck who's he played by? I forget his name. Um, apparently, the actor was a bit problematic, like kind of difficult to work with, and a bit of an old shit. Mm. Um, Chevy Chase. Either way, Chevy Chase. Thank you. Because yeah. um, I remember him from when I was a kid. Didn't particularly like him anything he was in when I was a kid either. Yeah. Because he was always a bit of a cunt. Um, and apparently he was a bit of a cunt in real life. So. Right. There okay. we go. Yeah. But forty through to thirty-one is Borgen, The Office, U.S., The Handmaid's Tale, Band of Brothers, Downton Abbey, Fargo, The Bridge, The Good Wife, prequel Arrest- to The Good Fight. Yeah. Uh, Arrested Development and yeah. True Detective. How is the office not way higher up. The office UK is higher up. Why is the is office US not higher up? Though? I don't know because I would strongly argue that the office US is possibly one of the most impactful TVs of yeah. the last decade. Like, because um, it's brilliant. It's yeah. genuinely brilliant. Like, I mean, I, 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 there's not much to say about it, is there? Like, it's, it's yeah, exactly. Great. It's just a good show. <laughs> it's just, fu- it's just fucking funny. Like, yeah, and it does have one season that drops off, like the the Robert California season. I think it gets a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. um. Uh, what's his face? Will Farrell comes in. 
Well, all that stuff could have been cut out because it was shit. Yeah. Uh, the pool party was good, but otherwise, all of that season was kind of shit. Uh, there was even a we did a crossover with them at Blizzard. We had a StarCraft episode, Wait, which really? was weird. Yes, we sponsored sponsored an episode with StarCraft. It's a Halloween episode. Uh, Dwight comes in dressed as Kerrigan. They all think he's the predator or a pedophile. What the um, fuck? <laughs> uh, but he's dressed as Kerrigan, um, yeah. which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, Office US mm-hmm. should be way higher at the list. Yeah, a lot it should, of should be way be. higher. I think the, the Handmaid's them... Tale is really good. Apparently, it's done a lot for social uh, social justice as well. Like it's pushed social movements forward. That show has. Yeah. It's done a lot for women's rights as well, mm. um, which would put it way higher on the list for me. Uh, Band of Brothers, I've heard of. I know my family liked it. I never watched it. Yeah, me neither. Um, I've not seen it. Apparently, it's great. Downton Abbey. Oh, Jesus Christ. If you're into um, period dramas, fine. Yeah, I'm like not. periods. Uh, period dramas. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Clark, what? I wasn't ta- trying to make a joke there. Min- that was just, I was about to say, you bringing back the Minions no. tampons? Like, no, what's no, going no, on? No, 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 no. <laughs> like, what's going on here? Oh, Minion tampons. I can't believe they exist. Apologies, that was a slip <laughs> so, of the tongue, by the way. Anyway. Um, good Wife, I've heard is great. Yeah, very really good. interesting. Fargo, Arrested I've heard is very good as well. I've not seen it. Yeah. Arrested Development, I've heard is really, really good. I've never seen it. Uh, apparently, it's up there with Parks and Rec. Um... But the rest of it, no idea. I think I've seen bits of Arrested Development. I know about the frozen banana thing, if that's Arrested yeah. Development. Yeah, 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 it is that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, 32, what are we on? 21. 21. Is Girls, Parks and Rec, Friday Night Lights, Line of Duty, Watchmen, Sherlock, Veep, Better Call Saul, Black Mirror. Yes. Curb Your Enthusiasm. A lot of good Go. shows on here. Yeah. Parks and Rec, I think, is... Uh, a banger. Fantastic show, yeah. I didn't get particularly into Parks and Rec, though. I tried to. Oh, uh, I just it. think I went hard into the Office US, and mm. I do feel you either really love the Office US or Parks and Rec, but you didn't watch both. A yeah. lot of people have, but I, that was my my thing. I've seen all of Parks and Rec. I've seen most of the US Office. It's one of those things where it's just like it's all I I see it from just be, it yeah. being on in the background. Kind it's, of it's background music. It's, it's it's background noise. Sorry, though. Yeah, shows, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're still they're both great shows. I think. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the Office US. Not gonna lie, got to the end of it, cried my eyes out because it yeah. was really. Even the episode where Michael leaves, sorry for spoilers, but I mean, mm. it's a 15 year old show. Um, Michael leaves uh, two thirds of the way through the show. Yeah. The episode where they sing um, 525,600 minutes from Stomp, not Stomp. It's from a musical. They sing a song mm. and My- Michael cries. Apparently, they didn't actually tell him that was going to be what was happening in the show. Aww. Uh That was all unscripted. Yeah. So they didn't tell him. He, he knew he was leaving. He just didn't know when, and they just sprung that moment on him, and it, the tears are real. Oh, I love gosh. watching that bit in the documentary. I was like, oh. Yeah. Because genuinely lovely actors are also great. Oh, yeah, show. they're um, great. So, Sherlock, fucking brilliant. Good like, show. Oof. I think it's very no? good. I think there's bits of it where I'm a bit like, okay. What, the Magic Mind Palace stuff? No, like He's that. In mind palace. That, that bit is funny. <laughs> like, to me, that's funny. I do think it, like. It's a show that definitely is good, has its moments. There's some bits where it go like a bit too far. I feel like that always happens to me with mystery shows. Though, no, that's that, like, fair. Yeah. I, I would say that. I think I've overhyped Sherlock a bit, but I yeah, did love yeah. it. But you're right. You, you have some good points there. Yeah, I think if you um, go in with little expectation, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But I won't hear any hatred towards Black Mirror because... I mean, I mean, it's just oh reality. We're living it. So Black, Black Mirror is my brain the show. Yeah, it's like, just... Um, so have you seen Don't Look Up? Yes. So you know the female character in that played by Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. She's me. I am her all the time. <laughs> I'm the person going, we're all going to fucking die because 
We're all fucking idiots. Put your fucking phones down. I'm having a rant today. I'm, I'm such a rat. It's hot. Shut up. It's okay. Um, I, like, like that character is me. Like, I, I don't think I'm anywhere near as smart as she is because I don't know what the fuck's going on in space. But I'm, I'm, I'm her in terms of like, yeah. she's looking around and just being like, I can't fucking believe people are this stupid. It's okay. I'm just gonna make memes of you, make gif of you. <laughs> And, I'm a sociopath. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Look at this sociopath, dude. He's just going I, crazy. I, I connected with that character in that movie because I was like, oh god. Yeah, like, that... Finally, someone understands that the world is kind of stupid. That film made me very depressed. It did. It's very sad, isn't it? Although the ending, like, I, I do like the point halfway through when the the CEO of the tech company says, "And the way that you die is you're going to killed by a uh, gravel axe, or whatever it's called." Yeah, 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 yeah. And at the end, the post credit sequence, she gets yeah, killed by. Yeah, it's great. I was good. But... And and the fact that she was just playing Donald Trump as well. I mean, hated the character, yes. amazing actress. But that's what I mean. Like she was playing the Meryl Streep. Well. Yeah, Meryl <laughs> Streep was doing a great job. So. Yeah, but that, um... that to me is some of the best characters in history are the ones where you actually start to hate the actor mm. because they've played the character so fucking well. <laughs> I've I've not seen Better Call Saul, but I've heard it's really good. I've also heard it's very very good. I've but only I've seen... also not seen uh, Breaking Bad. I've seen so I've seen all of Breaking Bad, and I like I think that show is fantastic. I'm, I keep being told to watch it, and I the, probably should at some the point. The first season is fucking pain, but you need to watch, sit through it to contextualize yeah. the rest of yeah. it, unfortunately. But yeah, like I, okay. I I might sit down and watch Better Call Saul at some point. But overall, for the ones that I know of and the ones that I don't, um, that's probably a pretty good chunk of, of shows yeah. there. Thick of it Specifically for me, well. Black Mirror. Yeah. Like Black, Black Mirror is the highlight. I would put Black Mirror way further up. but um, yep. And the next one has got the one which has got my favourite yep. show of all time mm-hmm. in because we're doing 19... Wait, wait, we're doing 20 down to 11. Yes. Uh, which is The Thick of It, Lost, uh, Deadwood, 30 Rock, The Crown, Chernobyl, Atlanta, Twin Peaks The Return, Six Feet Under, and Bojack Horseman. Okay. Um, I mean, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've... Maybe I should sit down and watch Lost at some point. Like, you sh- you should at least give the first episode a go and see if you like it. I think it. I know what happens, though, like all of the plot, because I've seen all the video essays explaining the, the plot, right? Explaining Which the I think videos. would like, take away from some of it, because some of the surprise reveals are quite important to the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not knowing what's going on. the confu- I do remember when that show was airing, the confusion of what the fuck was going on was the social commentary at the, at the oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, did, did I tell you how the how the show was presented to the world? The cinema thing. Yes, I remember. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it was it was amazing. Like that to me was like, it's just how you market something confusing and weird. You confuse the fuck out of everyone yeah. for a few months, which is what they did. Like the th- um, the the theory crafting was the hook of the show, right? Yeah, of like you yeah, being like, what the fuck is happening? Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Well, I mean, everyone was like, they're dead, they're this, they're that, they're whatever. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we all found out what happened at the end, and it wasn't particularly exciting. But mm. to me, it was the journey of getting there. Yes. And the characters were so fucking good as well. And well, pretty much everyone that was in that show is now a, a mega celebrity. Yeah, I mean it's it's influential in terms of like it, what it did for like mystery mystery writing. I think yeah. like you can definitely yeah. see the aspects of Lost that goes into like games, movies, TV nowadays, right? Yeah, like, yeah, and it it also allowed writing to be more. This isn't about a central three characters anymore. It's about twenty characters. Yes, it's exactly. okay for like it's okay to pulp fiction things where you can have like. Multiple stories happening at the same time. That's yeah. fine. And it's about how it all comes together. Is yeah. like the interesting part. Because right? it yeah. really does wrap up well. It's just the ending was a bit like, all right, okay. I, I feel like it's always difficult, right, to nail the ending with those kinds as, of things. As, especially because the entire way through production of the show, they told us it wasn't going to be what it was, and then it was. That too. And you're like, yeah. Oh, okay. But so, otherwise, there's this. Is there anything else on that list that you would say stands out? Uh, Chernobyl is pretty good. I didn't finish it, but from what I saw, very great depiction of fucking terrible 
like radiation poisoning stuff. Yeah, yeah. and what happened? Um, oh, Bojack Horseman is really good. I think Bojack Horseman gets forgotten a lot about these days. I yeah. think because it's because it's finished, but I do think it is so, really, really, really good. Like, Bojack Horseman is, is a really good telling of what it's like to be slightly older in an industry that's sort of forgetting you. Yeah, and I mean, I have that feeling a lot because I'm always the older person now in gaming because I'm always surrounded by like younger people that are coming in. Yeah, and I sort of I, I wouldn't say I empathise with with Bojack, but. I get the story they're trying to tell there. It's like, hey, this mm. is how it feels to be in Hollywood and sort of not be the centre of attention anymore. Yeah. Because, think... yeah, I get that feeling. <laughs> I just think the character writing in that show is, like, brilliant, class, yeah, top-notch. Yeah. Like, the, and, it, it, the, I had... and the fact that the characters actually change over time as well, yeah. I think it's really cool. So I had the same feeling about Bojack as I did when I first saw Archer. Because mm. I told you the story about Archer when they saw the episode with the raptor. Yeah. Did I tell you this? That, that story? Where it was, it was the April Fool's so. episode? Yes. Uh, a, a load of friends recommended I watch Archer. I went to watch it, came back and went, what the fuck is this thing about a raptor? Yeah. And unbeknownst to them, me and the rest of the world, that week they'd replaced the first episode of the show with the same first episode, but just the main character was a raptor rather than Archer. Yeah. But everything else I in the show was this. the same. Yeah. And I, I watched it and I was like, well, this is fucking nonsense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And it, it took us a lot of conversation to work out what happened. <laughs> Because they didn't know either. <laughs> yeah. Like, they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's no raptors in the show. I was like, the main character is a dinosaur. Yeah. Like, it's screeching. And, and they're like, it's not. But the problem was, it's because I would then say, yeah, but then Cheryl, this uh, the receptionist. And they were like, yeah, that's the show. And I was like, yeah, yeah. and Pam, and the mother who is like a bitch, and like she's always drinking. And they were like, that is Archer. And I said, yeah, and you keep saying Archer is this secret agent. Yeah. He's a raptor. And they're like, you're trolling us. I was like, you're trolling me! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was the worst conversation ever. <laughs> oh my god. But what an April Fool's. Like, yeah. I became the centre of that. So, um, yeah, Bojack Horseman had the same impact to me where, where I first went into the show not understanding it and not really getting it and not liking it. And then I went back to it and, and absolutely fell in love with it. Like, mm. it was the, there was a scene where they're sitting in a restaurant talking about avocado toast. And it, it was so sharp, the writing was on that scene, because mm. he's talking about how it's all bullshit. But while they're talking about how all of the stuff in Hollywood is bullshit, they're arguing over the quality of the avocado toast that gets getting dropped on the table and they keep replacing it and changing it. Yeah. They're, effectively, they're having two two characters acting at the same time in the same place. It's brilliant. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's so good. Sorry, I could okay. talk forever about both because so, it is a great show. You could yeah. do 10 to 1. So final, final 10, we've got Succession, The Office UK, The Americans, The Leftovers... I May Destroy You, Game of Thrones, what? Fleabag, Breaking Bad, Mad Men, and The Wire. Okay, so how many of these have you seen? Uh, so I have seen The Office UK, most of Game of Thrones. I know what Fleabag is, I've never seen it. Never yeah. seen Breaking Bad, and the rest I haven't seen. Okay, so I've seen Breaking Bad, Mad Men. I think I've seen most of Mad Men. Game of Thrones, uh, and... oh. The Office, I've seen a bit of the UK version, and I've seen Succession. I think Succession is fucking fantastic. TV. People keep telling me to watch Succession. I think you've told me twice. Yeah, yeah, it's so and good. I love it's, it. It's on my list. So I just need to find the time to sit down and watch some TV now. If you just want to watch like rich people be fucking dumb, as in like be like like it's kind of a weird commentary on like you know what the one how the one percent live in the modern yeah. day and kind of like all the family drama stuff like it is like fa- it is good to watch and the social commentary in it is also fantastic but i think the character it's just the character dynamics in that show like anything with like really good character dynamics for me is like my jam so yeah i think it's really good um 
Game of Thrones, obviously, it was really good. And then the final season just kind of literally burned the entire series to the ground. So, like, it's dead. I I didn't watch The Red Wedding. That's where I got to in Game of Thrones. Right, okay. My whole thing with Game of Thrones is I understood why it was popular. Mm -hmm. I liked it. It was just a lot of talking and walking. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it got to the point where it was just talking and walking, and I was just like, this is not interesting anymore. And I I actually managed to stay up to date with it by just everyone talking about it at work. Yeah. So that, to me, was like, I'm sort of sick of this show now. I'm done with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I just thought that last season was... Fuck, man. Fucking hell. I've heard it's not good. Yeah. Um, um, but otherwise, I haven't seen anything else on the list. I don't know these... I mean, obviously The Office, but everyone's seen that. I mean, I don't really agree with, with like all of this ordering... Of like, no, neither do I. It's I don't know. Is, well, I don't even know what the wire is about. Like, Breaking Bad being high um, up there. Fair enough. I understand that. But... I, I I was gonna make a guess at what the wire is about, but I actually can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's a legal thing. Oh, okay. uh, I think it's a show about like it's a legal drama. Yeah, I think, but I, I could be way off on this. It might be it's legal or detectives or something. Mm. Uh, let me see. Is there a synopsis for the wire? It should be. In the city of Baltimore, Detective James McNulty and his team investigate crimes and try their best to solve the bridge that exists between the drug kingpins and the law enforcement agencies. Uh, I mean, that sounds like my kind of show, but... Sounds, it really doesn't sound like my kind of show. Yeah. I've never seen it, so... That's <laughs> boring as fuck. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so that's the top 100 of TV shows recommended by, uh, as as chosen by the BBC for the 21st century. Obviously, there's a lot of things missing from that list, like the things like American Horror Story is missing, mm. um, which I think really should be on there, because that show is fucking incredible. I'm surprised um, Suits isn't on there. I thought Suits I was, gonna, was really popular. Suits was next on my little note list. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's a few other shows that I think probably would have taken pride of place. Obviously, things that are missing are like Friends and a couple of other shows because they were from the 90s. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think it's a weird list. It's a strange list. <laughs> I think there's some more modern shows like... Um... Oh wait, Line of Duty was on there as well. Yeah, Line of it Duty. Was, yeah, yeah, I was. think Line of Duty is really good. Um, but uh, I'm surprised stuff like Vigil isn't on there. But I guess that's very modern. That's like t- this year, I guess. But that was really fucking good. But uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's an intro. I can see why the internet has set on fire with talking about it though, because it's yeah, definitely very different. As soon as you put things like that in order, you, you're going to get attacked by most of the internet. But it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, uh, like I said, like, I'm really conscious of time, and we've been talking for at least an hour about TV shows now. Yes. Um, so we'll, I'm going to blast through the next few points. Bayonet 3, uh, there's been a trailer. Uh, it looks kind of cool. The, the reason I wanted to mention it is because they've added a naive angel mode, which what? is... Uh, so Bayonet's got a sexy game. Like There's a lot of revealing stuff. There's boobies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, naive angel is playing the game without any of the revealing stuff being visible. Oh. So if she's wearing, so you know her costume is her hair. Yes. You know how Bayonetta sort of her mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So every now and again, all the hair flies off her body, and she is just naked, but she's covered up like tastefully. Mm-hmm. In those situations, she will still be covered up, like her right, whole body will okay. still be covered, yeah. just because you're playing a mode, and and it's quite clearly stated this mode will be immersion breaking. Yes. But it's set up so that you can let you let a kid play the game effectively. Yeah. Um, which is cool. It's kind of cool, and and the game does look good. I've heard there's several other bayonetters as well there's like multiple bayonetters yeah. in this game it's also... either multiple bayonetters or like her progeny yes is what i think it might be uh otherwise they've, they've multiversed which is you know multiverse. Yeah. well it, it would make sense bayonetta is a multiverse uh game yeah that's fair she, she, she's a witch and she's a time witch and she can mm-hmm. manipulate time and space so naturally she probably can manipulate the multiverse aspects of stuff as yeah, well yeah that's fair 
There's there's no rules in Bayonetta. Like it's it's bonkers. The game is bonkers. Yes. Um. But moving moving on from that, there's the Nintendo Japan recognizing same sex marriages in video games. Yep. Uh, and and as a company, which is great, kind of cool. Given um, that Japan is not does not recognize it, and even though like, yeah. the country doesn't, the company at least went like no no, no. Yeah. like no we, we stand for this, yes. uh, which means we might start seeing uh, Mario and Bowser having sex. Which Great. Is, let's face it. That's all we want. Look, um, Mario and Sonic kissing. I'm like, yeah. I want to see it. I want to. I want to see it. I want to see Mario and Sonic's baby. What God. will it look like? God. Send in your pictures to Ollie <laughs> at gmail.com. Yes, please send them to this random person, Ollie <laughs> at gmail.com. So, yes. Some right, if 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 ever now. Someone out there in the world who's got Ali at Gmail, they're like, what the fuck is this picture? Yeah, just like, what the fuck? What is this fuck blue, the Sunfire what is this blue, red fucking amalgamation mess? <laughs> a, a diaper? Actually, okay, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Sonic, Mario, no, baby. No. Go. I'm going in, I'm going I in. What a, no. Look. Oh, it's quite wholesome so far. This is not. This is. It's not wholesome. It's wholesome. O- scrolling, scrolling. It's only the scrolling. afternoon. It's not. We're not past the watershed. For I'm really like, surprised. I'm like five pages down, and there's nothing weird. Have you got safe search on? No. Oh, I would have safe search on. I'm a grown up. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Fair, fair. Okay, let me try a Sonic Mario baby <laughs> fan art. No, that's the there magic word. <laughs> Oh dear! Okay, don't don't <laughs> type that in. Oh dear! <laughs> so if you want to send us your favorite favorite Sonic and Mario yeah. fan art to uh, Clark at SunfireTavern dot com, it won't go anywhere because can... that's not my email address. Yeah, so that's exactly. great. Keep sending them in. Yeah, keep sending them um, there. <laughs> but otherwise, PlayStation acquired Bungie this week. Yes. Uh, that acquisition went through its final. PlayStation now own Xbox's uh, developer of their core franchise, which I think is quite funny. Um, well, not because... anymore, but no, not anymore. Halo, but yeah, no, but they do work on Destiny. Yes, but from my understanding, Microsoft owns Destiny because they own Act. Active... No, Activision let. Oh, for lost yeah, control. yeah, Activision, Activision let, go let Destiny go. Yeah, yes, yeah. they did. Yeah, I was there yeah. when that happened. I should know this. Bungie became independent, and then <laughs> PlayStation. I will bought, say, so bought them. Yeah, I will say, Bungie do not like being owned by anyone. They no. don't like it. They so will eventually become. They'll become independent again. Yeah, they like, hated it. They hated being told what to do. And we were like, I mean, we had to tell them what to do, and they just wouldn't listen to us. So it was yeah. like, well, this is not going to work. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so uh, but that's everything we've got on the show this week. It, it's gone on really long. I, I like yes. it how every time we start the podcast, we're like, this is going to be really short. No, and no, no. I mean, like, meanwhile, the... how long have we been recording? I mean, uh, oh god, let me have a look. I mean, our, our episodes have been like, it like an hour and a half. So like we we've been going it's one hour thirty now but our episodes have been going on for about an hour and a half these days considering they're less frequent which is fine but I know we are aiming for an hour but you know here people can enjoy these slightly longer episodes yeah. every so often <laughs> and my little call outs this week uh, a big call out to the group that took me to Croydon Pride yesterday Ooh. <laughs> Croydon Pride Croydon Pride. those are two words that don't go together who the fuck has Pride in Croydon but hey it man. Was great. They got a climbing uh, no, wall there. They got a it good climbing wall. It was fine. It was fine. The 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 quality of the entertainment was was minimal, but mm-hmm. it was again it was a charity event, so you can't complain. Mm-hmm. Um, I came back with twenty gay cups, so happy with that. I've got nice. these new gay cocktail shakers that they they were serving the drinks in these like really nice gay, uh, cups with like pride flags on them. Nice. Now I've got them all in my cupboard because I've just put them through the second round of dishwasher, because <laughs> um, I'm a germ phobe. Yeah. Um, 
and I went with a group of bears that uh, all like chasers and, and bear adjacent people, um, and they're all about like body confidence and you know being proud of your body because mm. you know they're bigger guys. And it was nice to be surrounded by people that weren't particularly uh, worried about uh, you know being prim and proper and prissy. Yeah. Um, I had a great day. It was lovely. We went back to their place. There was ten of us. We had a nice party, pizza, and it was just a lovely evening. It was great. It was really nice. And was great, stories. That was lovely. So big shout out to them. Shouts to um, Croydon Pride. Croydon Pride, baby. Croydon Pride. Croydon Pride. Um, tram. Go to Box Park. Go to Croydon Pride. Oh uh, yeah, well we, we walked past the box box park. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that that was good. That was my shout out for the week. Um. I don't know if you've got any shout outs to make while we're here. Uh. Not this is a new thing, but <laughs> don't think so. No, I've got no call outs at the end, but uh, we can wrap up. We can. So, um. This has been the Sunfire Tavern. I'm trying to load up the list. It has been the Sunfire Tavern. Episode. What episode number are you? 63. You you close us up. Okay. So, yeah. So, this has been Sunfire Tavern, episode 63. Um, If you want to send us your thoughts and emails. No, no. I'm sorry. Sorry. Wait. I'm doing this off the top of my head. So, uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we're at Sunfire Tavern. If you want to uh, listen to us, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and then there was Spotify, one more. Spotify. Pardon? Spotify. 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 You Spotify. Yeah. You can listen to us on those. Uh, yeah. And you can also, if you want to send us your thoughts uh, or comments, you, there's a link in the description below. Or erotic fan art of Sonic and oh, Mario. Okay, send yeah. Link, link us your favourite. Just to Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> link us your favorite sonic and mario fan art in the description below i can't i mean it's link clark is the one who has to look through those so i think that's great send them um, send your favorite uh sonic and mario baby picture to uh us through the everyone form has below one. everyone has a favorite, everyone has a favorite. <laughs> yeah. i mean don't you you know I, what you miss ollie you, yeah. you missed a key section of our recap which is recap of what we talked about this week so oh, what we have talked about is the uk not banning loot boxes we had a long chat about the top 100 from bbc tv series of the 21st century we talked a little bit about bayonetta 3 nintendo japan recognizing same-sex marriage same-sex marriage uh there's also we didn't talk about it but sims 4 are adding a sexual orientation update where they're giving people the option to assign sexual orientation to their characters including non-binary which is super cool nice um and playstation acquiring bundy bungee bundy bungee uh and also my little plug at the start for live alive or live a live whatever you want or live yes. alive or live alive um great game i really want more people to play it. i'd really love to hear what people think of it because i'm enjoying it but it's a very unique title so I might please give play it a it. shot uh, and also, me and Ollie are going to go climbing together at some point in the yes. next few weeks. I feel that's going to happen. Yes, we need to talk um, about that. So, so what we need to talk about is the logistics of doing a podcast while climbing. <laughs> oh, I mean, look, we can look, let's talk about that. All right, we'll we'll, uh, we'll catch you guys uh, in the next episode. So, take it easy, everyone. Thank you for listening. See ya. Bye. Bye.